Hello, and this is Stephen Mooney. I'm here to talk to you about one of our proud sponsors on the 4i Radio Network. They are called America Joy Print Shop. If you're looking to do business cards, flyers, posters, banners, cut vinyl, car wraps, and more, then definitely check out AmericaJoy.com for more information. And tell them the Fern set you. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Arcade Brothers. I am your host, Player One, with my co-host, Player Two. Kyle! And this is pretty much our episode right before Christmas. Literally, this will be... This is pretty much Christmas Eve right now. Uh, This is episode number 62. Um, Let's see, you can find us us on arcade-bros.com, part of the 4i Radio Network, The Fern. For more information, visit 4iradio.com. You listen to the show and find us on iTunes, Stitcher, Zune. Uh, Marketplace, BlackBerry Podcast, Miro Guide, Mixcloud, Double Twist, simply by typing in Arcade Bros, and also Spreaker. Of course, we are brought to you by America Joy Print Shop, the official sponsor of the 4i Radio Network. Business cards, flyers, posters, banners, vinyl cuts, car wraps, and more. Visit AmericaJoy.com for more information and tell them the Fern sent you. We're also... Also, another new pro, uh, proud sponsor of the 4i Radio Network is Raven Designs. Illustrate and designs that fit your personality. For simple inquiries, for samples and inquiries, I'm never going to get this. I even screwed this up last night when I hosted the show. Visit ravencruise.com. Um, before we get into our normal show segments and a couple of new things added, uh, Kyle, we have a couple of shout-outs this week. We have plenty of shout-outs. We have, of course, Lissa Clark from Facebook. We also had uh, Raven S. Cruz, our proud sponsor, and uh, helpful Hinto for our Get Gaming question. She and uh, Alyssa also posted on that, so we appreciate that. Uh, Shoutouts on Twitter. We had at GameLincolnArc. We had at FeralGate, at BirdForever, at AllThingsGeeks, at AZMakerHouse, at Jagamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamamam
Um, and yeah, so then they had the thing for Castlevania. So I got the, there's two DLCs, one that ties into the game itself. Cause there's a part where like when the game ends, it's just kind of like, Oh, hi, Captain Picard. And then it's like this whole like dialogue mm-hmm. where like this one expansion pack actually helps explain how it got to that point. Okay. And then one that is a continuation of from that point forward, oh. which then explains like the new game. Cause I just saw the trailer for the Castlevania two that just came out. Lord of shadows too. Okay. Did that come out? Because I was just looking online when I was trying to get an update for uh, games and things that were coming out. Um, that doesn't look like it's coming out until next year. Yeah, they got the uh, box February. art for it. Oh, they got yeah. some screenshots for it. There's going to possibly be a demo because they have it on the marketplace already that you can go and start looking at it. Okay. Um, so I imagine they're going to have a demo like they did last year. And then, uh, uh, so yeah, I was playing that like, oh, because I, I, I beat it, but then I wanted to find out more about it. So yeah, all the DLCs were normally like 10 bucks, And I think I got each for 10 Like I got both of them for 10 So it was a pretty sweet deal. Uh, yeah, so the- I got that. And then, uh, yeah, just a lot of Skyrim. Like I finally got to a point where... Like I, I like that's what I like about this game is like I've played it I've started over twice one with a Argonian and one with a human mm. or Nord I'm an Argonian and the Nord just I went did all like the main story quests and like that one's fine and where this the Argonian I kind of did all the side quests first to see mm. and so like in this game the one I just started playing again was like oh yeah let me go this way and like literally I went and it's like all this stuff that I didn't even know existed and it's like how is this like I played this game for over it even shows like my saves are up to like in the 2000s okay I've been playing for over like you know 100 and some plus hours whatever it says like the timeline is and it still is like I don't think I've even scratched the surface because it's like there's so much in this game so that's what's been consuming a lot of my time so. okay okay yeah it's um it's weird it's funny though because um they have um you know what's really weird, though? I've been seeing a lot of deals lately. Um, now, I can't really judge um, PlayStation because most of the deals is when you have PlayStation Plus. But it makes sense because that's like Xbox Live. Most of the deals work with that. But, um, you know, Nintendo does that, too. Nintendo actually had a deal going on, uh, I think, uh, this week. Um, like, all if you buy one Mega Man game, you get the second one, like, 50% off or for, like, a dollar and stuff like that. So they do do a bunch of stuff in their eShop. Which is kind of cool. So, and they're also adding a bunch of new stuff. Like they just added, um, I think, the Legend of Zelda: uh, Link to the Past came out for it. So, but yeah, so that uh, they do a lot of good deals going on during the holiday season of uh, games you want to download on all systems. Yeah, PlayStation. The one thing I only hate about the PlayStation Plus is uh, when you see a game and you click on it. It's for you know, it's like free, but it's only free for that month. Interesting. So then I'm like, okay, does that mean I download and I have it then, or is it I download it, or is, is it only free is, unless I still if I have PS, you know, plus PlayStation Plus or something like that? So I'm not sure how things work with that, but um, I always find that kind of weird. Um, so I don't know if there's really like a time limit. So you literally it's like, here's this game for free this month, but you have to beat it this month or else you're screwed. Yeah, it so, seems weird because like I understand like giving people the amount of time to download it. Like when Xbox was doing theirs. Like, you had, like, from the 1 to the 15th to get the one that they were advertising, mm-hmm. and then you had to go find it after that, because then after that, then the 15th to the end of the month, it was, like, the next one. But, like, yeah. you could still go on there and find it. Like, it wasn't like, oh, I can't find it now. Yeah, I think um, they did one a couple of weeks ago, or this week, was um, uh, U, uh, UBI Software did a bunch of um, games that were very super cheap, um, and especially since, which is funny because I kind of, I did pay for it, but I'm like not paid for it because it was like points left over uh, still, and I'm kind of good about that because this was a game that came out a while ago, and I remember it getting phenomenal reviews, 
and everyone talking about how great it was and stuff like that. So uh, I played a little bit of Beyond Good and Evil. Uh, yeah, okay, that's, that's the that's, one with the Ellen. That's the actual official Ellen Page. No, no, no. Oh no, that's one. Beyond Good and Evil is the one with the girl with the camera and the pig. Guy. Yeah, yeah. This is right. one that actually was a me. I believe it was an N64 exclusive when it first came out, and then it finally came out for the PlayStation. And I forget what else was out there that it came out for. But yeah, this is Beyond Good and Evil, not um, Beyond Two Souls, um, which I have played that, and it is phenomenal. I enjoy it. But Beyond Good and Evil. This one, yeah, is with the reporter girl and stuff like that. I played a little bit of it, and I'm like, it's it's okay. I'm not really too enthralled with the characters. Um, I like it's very voice uh, orientated, which is kind of good because I, I am going by like when the game came out and stuff like that. But like, literally, when the game came out, you had games, um, you know, like uh, like it's got like an RPG factor to it. So you do have people on your team, as far as I'm, I, I see it. Okay. And uh, so, like, the, they do their own thing now, but I guess you have to watch their health and everything like that. But they're like, kind of, it's almost kind of like a um, uh, not so sophisticated uh, Kingdom Hearts, you know, where you kind of take control of Sora, you play him, but then you have Donald and Goofy on your team, and you kind of have to watch them while they do stuff. But you can kind of set their moves and everything like that. I don't know if you can set their Show moves. Me your moves. I don't know if it's to the extent you can set your move, but, like, so far, I mean, the storyline's kind of, like, these alien creatures just show up, and there's this whole, like, rebel alliance thing and things like that, but it's, like, literally your place gets attacked, some people get, like, abducted by these alien things, uh, the army just kind of takes off after they show up, and then it's all like, you guys need money, take pictures of animals, I was like... Okay. Gotta get that money. It was just—it's very bizarre. I mean, I'm trying to give it a chance, but I only paid like a dollar ninety-nine, so I'm really not too complaining about it. But it's also just kind of like, all right. I mean, uh, the HD graphics look on it is you know pretty decent stuff of that. But really, overall, uh, I'm trying to really figure this because I, I this is a game that I know if I would have picked up, uh, like for the forty-nine ninety-nine when it came out for the old school systems, I think I would have been pissed. Or if I rented it. I think it would have been pissed being like, oh, this is my weekend. Yeah, I think what it is is to the community who've played Beyond Good and Evil, it's like one of those like uh, nostalgia games like Vector Man. Like Vector Man for me was like a pretty good game because I remember beating it through one playthrough because mm-hmm. I was like, oh, this is pretty clever. But not, like, not a lot of people knew of these titles because they always wanted for the bigger name titles. So for me, like that's kind of what Beyond Good and Evil is. It's kind of like the uh, Psychonauts. Or the um, yes. those kind of games where you're like you heard about them you didn't maybe you got a chance maybe you didn't but those who did like are yeah yeah hooked yeah they really oh. enjoyed and so that which is funny funny because I'm like if it was such a good game and then this is what I'm curious about I don't know if this is going to be um uh the game that um. They're going to make a sequel for, or what's going to go? So they were in talks to do a sequel through Kickstarter and a whole bunch of other things for a long time. Okay. And I think what eventually what they were trying to realize is that well maybe if we did an HD version and really like got it out there and showed people like remember this like look out. Well, yeah, they were able to do that and it came out for PlayStation and the Xbox 360 and everything like that. So we'll see what happens. Um, then I jumped into um. Fable 3, because I have been racking my brain on really what to play. I really haven't had too much motivation to game, which is weird. It's not like motivation, but it's like I start playing something and then I kind of like get tired of it really fast. So I don't know if I'm just burnt out on games right now or uh, what's going on. But So I decided, to, I decided to play Fable 3, because uh, literally I got Fable 3 when it came out like for Christmas that year. <sighs> Played like a little bit of it, and then I was kind of like, ah, I'm done. Like I really didn't like... I don't know, I guess I was in the mindset of Fable 2, and everybody's talked about the, um, 
uh, like, if you like Fable 1, you'll hate Ooh. Fable 2. If you like Fable 2, you hate Fable 3. Uh, giving it another go, it is a pretty good game. Uh, they do have you limited to pretty much two characters, you know. You pick the male character or the female character. A or B. Um, but they do have a good customization. I can see with the weapons was a big problem, because I think there's literally, like, only like eight melee weapons you can choose from and eight guns you can choose from um as soon as you start upgrading them uh you know they change their form and their thing like that but really it's not it's not like how the there's not such a vast there's not like a vast majority in two and then even with like the costumes and then uh like the buying uh houses to gain money and stuff like that because i i heard in like the third act with it um, I think there's like four acts, but in like the third act is like when you, uh, spoilers, if people have not played Fable 3, you, find out uh, you become the king or, and or queen of the, you know, thing, and then you have to really do a bunch of stuff with money, where you have to take a lot of money and, you know, build up your army and stuff like that, so, uh, the majority of the game right now, I'm actually going through and just actually kind of, uh, building up, like, helping out citizens and stuff like that, because they're leveling up, that was the problem I had with their leveling up system, and this was very weird, um, and when you get to certain parts of the game, these gates open in this realm, and then you open these chests and you... You get sub, but that's pretty much how you have to upgrade your character. Mm. But it's like there are so many points, and these points you do get during um, battle, but it's not like it's far and wide between. Like you do have to battle a lot just to get like one point. Mm. Um, but then if you help out citizens, sometimes like they'll, give it, they'll, they'll have like a five point, a ten point like thing, and this is all kind of just get your uh, morale up for everybody and stuff like that. Um, the funny part is, is basically I just started making just money going into. Um, shops and just you know trying to you know where you actually have to work and uh build up everything like that so you'd start working getting that money and then you would take whatever money you had put that into a house the only problem with the houses though this time it's not like in fable 2 where um you could pretty much buy a house build it up make it perfect um you know you saw the choice of raising the rent keeping the rent the same you know seeing the entire money but the only problem with this one is the houses do do deteriorate all oh, right so you do have to go back and but the best part is is people did not know this I guess when they got the game they everyone thought you had to literally go back and individually to everyone to those houses and set them but literally you can go to your map click on the house and then you know do all the repairs and stuff like that so I think about like a gypsy house because this is one quest I really thought was dumb in it you have to break this woman up from her horrible husband apparently he's so bad he, he's like a gold digger or whatnot but then the thing is I'm I'm playing as a woman right now so. You go up to the guy, and the guy's like, oh, you're amazing. You, know, you have to, like, flirt with the guy, you know, get him to fall in love with you, I guess, if you're the woman. I don't know if it does it with the man, too, but... The man, you show me your sword. Yeah, that's Morning. what... Been, that would have been the easiest thing to do. But then it's like... Then he's like, oh, buy me a ring. So then you have to literally, like, spend cash on this stupid quest, buy a house. So I literally just bought, like, the shittiest, like, gypsy house that I saw, like, in this rundown town. And then it was just Enjoy, like... Man. And then it was just basically for him to show back up to his wife, go, I'm divorcing you. And then he's all like, oh, wait, you... I uh, signed the paper. Oh, we're not getting married? The whole thing was a ruse? Mm, well, why don't you, if you pay, if I pay your money, kill my wife? I'm like, no, you're not worth it. And, or, I'm not killing her, I'd rather kill you. Like, that was like the yeah, thing. Like, I was like, can I just kill you? <laughs> so then you get stuck with, like, this stupid ring that you're not gonna, you're just gonna pound again, and then now you have this stupid, like, house of, like, I wasted, like, money. I'm like, this is money, because, like, the money's really hard well, to get in this until designers. you, until you start, so that was the only flaw with that, so. And then I got addicted to, now, Kyle, you can get this game, and I highly recommend Shuffle it. It's party. a, yeah, it's a free game on your mobile phone. I've been addicting to a lot of the games on the mobile. It's called Shuffle Party. It's like Shuffleboard. They got bowling and stuff like that. I'm playing it right now. 
So you got a bunch of stuff. It's free, which is kind of cool. Um, free money, yo. But yeah, yeah, I've actually been enjoying the um, actually the games on the um, Windows Phone because I like how it links up to you. most of them link up to your um, your Xbox Live account, and then you can just rack up uh, achievements doing little stuff on there and all that kind of good stuff. So, uh, but yeah, those are the games that I've been playing this week. Um, I'm trying to think. Of Kings the... and Lords is another one that just came out. Yeah for the uh, mobile which is pretty good it's interesting like it's a top-down view you build up towers mm-hmm. you have little guys that run around so so yeah definitely i think the mobile is pretty fun like the way like you said like you with your xbox live you can earn stuff you can do stuff and yeah it's got four and a half stars well it's funny it's a free game free. four and a half stars you play yeah. you earn money then you can actually customize your pins your pucks your boards you know the different themes they have uh, then they also got like literally like they got the bowling. They got a literally like a challenge area where you use like it to go over ramps and stuff and try to land in the like the fifteen, the ten, the five points. Uh, crazy if anybody has not played shuffleboard. And then they literally do have shuffleboard. And then they have like shuffleboard, which is kind of funny where you like I would play and then I would give my phone to like the second player and they would play so you can compete. Like that, I was just like, why don't you do an online thing with that? But then I'm really not going to give it too much crap because it is a free game and it's. You know, Hooray! and that kind of stuff. So, um, this one actually, the story, um, I have not had to look at, so I did pull it up. It's the first nine minutes of Dying Light. Now, for anybody who doesn't know what we're talking about, which we have been talking about, this is a game by the same people who did Dead Island, and this is coming out for the next gen systems. Am I correct? Yeah, it's coming out for the next gen. Uh, they actually said that a lot of games that you can still pick up for your 360 and PS3 are going to be like the Dark Souls 2. Is going to be for all systems. Uh, this, they said, will be for the okay, 60 well, and for PS3, as well as the next gen and PC and all that fun stuff. Uh, so there's a, there's a list coming out of all these games that are kind of like on the Yeah, because there's Watchdog. That's another one that's coming out for all platforms. Um, which I'm actually very kind of curious. Mm-hmm. It's uh, with the Watchdog, especially because we all know the gameplay is going to be for like 360 and PlayStation where it's going to be kind of normal, but then you got the thing where it's like the PlayStation 4 has that touch thing, but it's also same with the Wii U because it's, you know, they're finally getting those games. So we'll see what the interaction is with all different kind of game controls with that kind of thing. Exactly. Well, I know like in Assassin's, that's mainly used for like your shipping and mapping and things like that. So I imagine it might take the place of like a function. Yeah, so it's kind of cool. So I I do like how they're doing that now with the... um, yeah, and this looks wicked. Like, I'll, we'll post the video. Yeah, we'll post the video. I'm going to play a little bit of it because it looks like it says literally Dying Light uh, nighttime gameplay walkthrough. Yeah, and it's insane, like, what you have to do. Like, the quest, it shows basically a basic quest system, movement. It shows some of the things you are capable of doing to things. Like, one is, like, if you charge up, like, a stand. Oh, okay. He, like, spirals around and, like, knocks down a whole bunch of zombies. Okay. But then you're, like, you're retired then. Mm-hmm. So, like, you can do stuff like that. Like, it's really good. It's really about using the terrain, like, kind of plotting. Okay. Like, how am I going to do this? Like, what am I going to do? And sometimes it's great because, like, you're walking... And it's dead quiet, and as soon as you get up to a hill, like then there's like, just tons like, yeah, of yeah. zombies. Yeah, I was telling yeah. people about that because I was like, um, there's the you know like walking uh, the not walking dead, but the dead island. You know, um, they really don't have that kind of stuff. Like you do see some zombies mirandering, but yeah, when I was watching the uh, when you watch the trailers on this dying light game, it's literally like 
uh, the guy will turn a corner. There's a shit ton of zombies, yeah, you know. And what I like about it though is like the zombies. They'll you turn the corner and like during the day they're just kind of like mediocre zombies. They don't really move too fast or whatnot. But then it's like some of them like they won't see you right away. So you can literally have that split second of like oh run back real quick or whatnot. So it kind of gives you that kind of aspect because that was the thing like with literally like I think the nighttime the guy like falls down. He's underneath a street light. He literally turns the camera. All the zombies and they all just like turn up all at the same time and then they all just like start booking it. So I do kind of like that it kind of gives you literally like that feel of a zombie movie where it's all like you've seen that in the zombie yeah. these guys turn the corner they go real back real quick and then it's like the zombies didn't see them because you know so it's kind of cool so we'll play a little bit of this um it's about a nine minute uh, trailer so it is actual game play footage so we'll see what it looks like made for inappropriate for children oh i did not know this wb games yeah yeah, the W B. <laughs> it's got the frog in there. <laughs> I haven't actually put it. It's like that. It's like, uh, okay, but yeah, I'm looking at it right now. It looks like you have a kind of decent map. Um, your life bar is right next to your map. Um, the guy had his weapon. Okay, yeah, so it looks like you get your um you get your quest going. Uh you have your quest in the corner telling you what you're on right now. Um but yeah, graphic wise it looks really good. So we'll see what kind of stuff it looks like you Why would you say that? I think the worst thing you'd ever say in a zombie apocalypse. Oh, Antoine. Oh, cool. I did like kind of like this running kick thing. Yeah. There's a lot of different things you can do, a lot of different takedowns. Oh, so cool. Like that, setting traps. Yeah, like the guy set a trap. Really kind of cool. Yeah, it looks really good, like graphic wise. It looks amazing. It looks a little bit more. Um, Like spread out. Oh, I do like that factor. Now that was the biggest problem I do have with Dead Island. I don't know if they fixed that in Dead Island Riptide, but like getting up onto roofs and high places yeah. was a real pain in the butt. This guy was able to run up on a ramp. He grabs like a ledge, pulls himself up. So, but yeah, it, it looks amazing. We'll definitely post the rest of this on the thing because I know yeah. my crappy commentary right now is probably. Well, then like, what's I cool about it is like about. what is cool about it is like so obviously in the trailer like the lights go out and then it starts showing you what happens to the zombies when they're not in the daylight. Yeah. And how they start like changing and like they just like it's crazy. He starts like booking it past some that are in the mid of changing, so they're like staggering as they're changing, and you're just like see ya like booking it so that looks sweet yeah so then like also with the announcement of that the other day uh, the day's uh alpha test finally came out okay. so there's people who can go on now and try it out and yeah i think you have to sign up for it and stuff but okay. uh, they're showing like some pretty interesting stuff in it because obviously it's like an mmo with zombies where if you play it and die you can come back as a zombie or you can just keep creating like new people oh okay because what it shows is all of a sudden it showed in the game that this girl like puts a gun to her head and pulls the trigger and right as you do that you're like whoa, whoa was that like in character was that like a cutscene? was that just like for the yeah. s sense of the thing mm -hmm. but they're saying like no like in the middle of the game you're like I don't know. <laughs> you yeah uh, if people don't know what days is it's uh, basically there's a game called armitage 2 and somebody actually made a uh, patch for it uh called days basically 
say you download Armitage 2, and then you can play kind of like a zombie apocalypse with other people and stuff like that. It's basically one of the biggest maps in any game to date right now, The uh, those things. But yeah, there's plenty of stuff you can do. There's plenty of funny videos on it. I mean, you can get bikes, ride around on your bike with the zombie apocalypse um, and stuff like that. So it is pretty funny. A lot of people have fun with that game. Um, now, what is this? The uh, CEO of Sony? Yeah, Shiro Kawauchi, CEO of Sony PlayStation Korea. Uh, it's pretty touchwarming because what he does is, I guess he Korea finally got the uh, PS4 launch. Like it was kind of staggered, it's kind of delayed, so he's yeah. ahead of that. So he goes there, and as he's standing in line, like he just comes out on stage to kind of talk about the system and stuff, and he just looks around, and this thing is like packed full of people. I mean, it's like snowing, mm-hmm. it's like all these things. So he got really emotional about it. So it's uh, something that Kotaka was talking about, where basically he said, "I truly thank you for coming out today in this cold weather. Uh, I love you all. Please show your love for the PlayStation 4 as well. Thank you." And he actually started to like choke yeah, up, yeah, choke up, because he was just like so, like, oh my god, like look how dedicated. Well, not even dedicated, but you also have to look at these, because wasn't this just passed like a little bit ago where there was a, um, basically these people haven't had a console. Right, like, I think that was the whole, also, like the relations between South Korea and Japan had soured. Um, where basically PC gaming was the only thing that they could do, and if that, it was in short supply. Yeah, so this was the first time that, uh, I mean, I probably want to say the last console these people ever saw was maybe, if they were lucky, is the first PlayStation, but I don't even want to go as far as that. Yeah, it's been pretty... I think it closed off maybe during the Sega Genesis and Super Nintendo Bit War. It was just something where, I remember, and then that thing passed, lifted, and then as soon as that happened, it's like Xbox Ones, you know? Yeah. Uh, so it's good to see, like, and it was it was very touchwarming to see, like, here's like the owner of basically the PlayStation CEO of, of the PlayStation market in that area, and he's out there thanking people, like, instead of him just being like, I'm just gonna sit at home smoking my P- Xbox One, you know, dollars. He's just he went out there to like greet everybody, like say thank you to everyone. He ended up getting like a standing ovation because all the fans were like mm. felt the same way, like yeah, we're all here for this system. It's really touch warming. And then it's funny because I guess there's this thing that they've been doing lately, this Last of Us, we like Mimi. Mm-hmm. Or meme where he like touches his lips and turns his head. It's from a movie, I guess, mm-hmm. where the, somebody on stage tried to do that to him. Like mm-hmm. he went to shake his hand and he went, oh, oh, like did the meme. Oh yeah. But he ended up like giving the guy a hug instead. So like totally like it ruined like the guy's trying to do a meme. So that was at the same event, but uh, it was pretty neat. Like it was very cool to see like how people who are so passionate about what they do like are literally like he was like really like choked up about it and. You know, he wanted to give back to the fans, so... I thought so it was so this looks like a pretty interesting game. I don't know too much about it because I just saw the story, but uh, it looks like uh, for the PlayStation Vita, uh, this is going to be like what their next... like This is kind of like the bit, like the next kind of Mario 64. This is why people say they are buying the Vita. It's like one of those games where you're like, wow, this is really fun, it's 3D. It's, it very much reminds them of like this character who's kind of like... He looks kind of like a mix between the Katamari guy, mm-hmm. but then like the also the uh, Stitch Boy from... The, oh, okay, uh, Sack Boy. From, it looks um, like a combination of those okay. two characters, and it looks fun. Like basically, there's a lot of puzzle games. Okay, right yeah, I saw like him. it's literally like construction paper, like everywhere, and you kind of like do stuff to manipulate the world. People are giving it a lot of good praises. Like a lot of people like go to the stores and play it. Like it's really fun. Um, so yeah, it looks like it's a really fun game. We'll have some uh, shots of it and probably post a video if they have it by then. Um, but yeah, a lot of people are comparing it to kind of like. When N64 came out, you know, people were, like, were excited about it, but once people played that Mario game, they were more excited about it because, like, this game is so much fun. Look at all the stuff you can do. And then um, that's kind of how people felt about this game. Like, this game kind of came out. They said, oh, that's clever. And then once people started playing it, it kind of had that same reaction of, like, oh, my goodness, like, this is really cool. Yeah, they said the expansion, however, has been excellent, the powerful progress, and the uh, novel analog joystick of the N64 enables the remarkable Super Mario uh, 
64, so that's kind of cool. But yeah, I guess the yeah, it's true though because they said something. It's like with a game like this, hopefully, it will hope and boost sales with the Sony handheld because it's like it's uh, nevertheless the least popular of the major home and portable gaming machines sold in America by Sony, yeah, Nintendo and Microsoft. So it's like Nintendo is pretty much dominating that yeah, handheld market, market yeah. just because I think they know what they're doing. Um, but the cool part, that's the one thing I do have to say though with the um, Pia, uh, the the 3DS, the 3DS really doesn't have too many third-party companies um, games really. Not really most no. of them are basically Nintendo licensed and Nintendo owned. They got a couple sports um, games. I mean, again, but most of those are even like the Mario Sports. Or yeah, the Mario Sports are that, but that's the that's what I think is just weird. It's like uh, if you think about it, like Sony, yeah, they were just like, oh yeah, because I remember when the Vita came out, they really were pushing more of like, oh, you play Call of Duty on it, you can do that. But then people were like, well, I can play Call of Duty at home. Why do I really need this on on the go? Nintendo, on the other hand, will be like, "Well, we're going to make a Zelda game instead of making it for the, hand, you know, the the system. We're just going to throw it on the 3DS because right. they know people will go out and buy that game." And that's actually like even uh, Matthew and I were talking on the last socially awkward show, and he was just like, "He's like, I want a 3DS just for these games." And yeah, he's like yeah. naming off the games, so it's just kind of like that's kind of what it is. Like people are willing to spend money on the on the cons the construct. If they can get the names, like I bought a Game Boy Advance mainly for the Fire Emblem series and things like that, the Golden Sun series. Like those series were fun to play. So. Yeah, which is really funny is I've never played any Fire Emblem games, but everybody was like, "You need to get the newest one that came out for the 3DS." Apparently, that's the best one like hmm. anybody's ever played. So it's the um, best one they made. Yes. So of course we did see this coming. Who didn't see this coming? Uh, the Hobbit Lego game. Yeah, of course it looks good though because it has a voice sync. <laughs> You know what? That's the funny part is I don't know when voices came into Lego games because I just downloaded the demo of Marvel Superheroes. Uh, I actually downloaded it for the 3DS, which I probably should have downloaded for one of the actual consoles. The demo is out for the new Marvel game. But yeah, they start talking and I was like, wait, what? Hmm. They've never done that. Yeah, because usually it's just been like mumbling. So I don't know if that was introduced in the new Batman Lego game because I haven't played Batman 2 yet of Lego Batman or the other Lord of the Rings game. I didn't play that. But um, yeah, it looks like the voices have just been introduced now where they've actually given these characters. And it's funny because it's like they're taking stuff from the films, but then they're tweaking them just a bit to still make it funny. Wait a minute, is this, like, their voices? Holy crap. Yeah, they're using, like, the clips from the movies. <laughs> right there is worth it, the Gollum Lego. Yeah. I was looking for one of those for, like, a Christmas gift for Aaron, but they yeah. don't have them. They're, like, they're sold out of them. I just think it's funny because they have like the yeah the little the hands. And the goblins look cool in the Lego. Yeah, yeah, like everything looks really good and some of that. So that's it's just funny. But I, I'm just surprised they started doing that now with uh, actual like voices. Yeah, which is cool because I think a lot of people. I mean, you can't really go wrong when you do. Uh, Lego versions. Like, I'm telling you, like, someday you're going to see... Oh, yeah, so check this out. So I go to the toy store the other day. Mm -hmm. Call of Duty Legos. Mm -hmm. Halo Legos. Mm -hmm. Like, they have, like... They're starting to do that. So don't be surprised if you do see eventually, like, a Assassin's Creed Lego or Gears of War Lego. But, you know, like, yeah, they, like... It's that same joke we've all seen, but only like, they kind of add, add on to it. And some of the, that's right. So that's coming out in 2014. So yeah, all systems... Fun. 
So that's cool. Well, that's really cool. I'm, I think I'm the big news that. this week a lot of people have been talking about is our, uh, you know, we were talking about, I think you saw something about it a while ago. I actually like saw, it, I like saw, a yeah, I saw a picture of something, but this is actually, <clears throat> this was a big surprise to everybody. So, um, and then I, I started researching it because I was like, what the heck is this before I <clears throat> go ahead and play a little bit of this trailer? Um, I saw a little screenshot and it was called, now this is a working title. It's not the official title, but it is a working title. Now, apparently, Nintendo and the creators of Dynasty Warrior have teamed up. Now, I remember you. You're a huge oh. Dynasty Warrior fan. Hello, so when you hear that, you're thinking, oh, did Nintendo get the rights to Dynasty Warrior? What are they doing? This is going to be probably the first spinoff game of The Legend of Zelda. This is actually called Hyrule Warriors. Uh, the teaser trailer was just dropped this week. Uh, the game is due out in 2014. Uh, the Team America, or Team Nintendo, basically came out and said, no, we are still doing a Legend of Zelda game. Yeah, this is just something. This is just a spinoff side project. Now, there's not too much you can go off with the trailer. You don't know. We don't know what else features is going to be in it. Again, this just came out, so I know everyone's going to do their whole, well, we speculate. I'm not going to be, I hate, did I tell you about that stupid thing? I was trying to watch a video on the new Super Mario Bros. 3D World before the game came out, and they really had nothing more to go off of. I was, was just like trying to... I, I a photo on YouTube that just moves. Well, it wasn't even that. It, 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 it was just everything we've already seen. I was just trying to find new... Like new movie things or just other things, but this guy's all like, so we don't really know. We can only speculate, and it's like, uh, but every single, thing, but every single thing is just like, now you see the game board and you're running around and there's flags. Does that mean you have beaten the level? Or are these are levels oh, you need to unlock. What are these damn things running around? Yeah, and you just keep going, and they just keep playing back. It's like, well, it looks like you could play as Mario. We speculate you could play as Luigi. Like, everything was a speculation. I'm speculating that this is for the Nintendo Entertainment System. It was just not like, <laughs> shut up and just play. Yeah, it's just like, play the game. I'm sorry. Like, oh, okay. that was fun. Yeah, like, or not even that. Just go, like, you go, oh, the graphics look amazing. Or talk about, like, oh, yeah, this like, is what. But all he kept doing was speculating everything. And, like, you could literally just. I think they call this creature a, a Goomba. Again, speculations. <laughs> so I'm pretty sure we're going to get a bunch of those stupid things coming out. Yeah. But this looks actually very amazing. It's coming out for the Wii U. And then like, I think you and I like just started dreaming up, like, well, Warriors, plural... Does that mean like more links, more different characters? Like, can I play as like a Goron? Can I play as like mm -hmm. a Zora? You know, can I play as one of the Eco Nut characters? Yeah. Like, that would be cool. Like, everyone has like their own little thing. Yeah, it so obviously it looks like you have different items. Yeah, you get your different items. You got your like health bar. You got your magic bar. It looks like, but it's like uh, Link jumping around. He's doing a bunch of his normal moves and stuff. Which like is that. exactly how Dynasty Warriors was awesome because like you basically chose a character and you have some foot soldiers with you. And as Dynasty Warriors advanced, you got like crossbowmen or spearmen or swordsmen. You had one character. You had a weapon. You could upgrade that weapon. You as you fought, you leveled up, and as you leveled up, you got more combos. Mm -hmm. And that's literally what it was. Like, a field full of people. Yes. You fought them, and then eventually, like, maybe there'd be, like, another guy like you who on the enemy forces that you'd have to try and fight. And if you defeated him, you got more special items and things. Yeah, so Link, it looks like he's he's pretty much kind of wearing what he usually wears. He does have a little bit of armor. It looks like he's got like kind of like a shoulder pad. Um, of course, it's called Hyrule Warriors. Uh, name, not final name. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we did speculate on you know, speculation. speculation. No, we're not really saying speculation. We're just kind of hoping with the Dynasty Warrior games, like Kyle was saying, there is the... Different characters, different weapons. Uh, there is the multiplayer aspect, yeah. which I don't know if they're going to do. You got like different areas. I so. don't know if they're going to do a co-op mode with this game. I don't know if they're going to do an online mode with this game. And sometimes, these, yeah, these well, are all potential things. And what was really cool about Dinosaur Warriors is a friend of mine used to play co-op, 
as we'd be doing something and all of a sudden you'd see like a, a forces like they'd tell you like forces coming in from the east and if you chose to do nothing like a village would burn like mm. things like that would happen so i wonder if they'll do the same thing where a strategy changes in war and you have to like okay what are we going to do now like go over there i also want to say this is probably the first zelda game that nintendo actually is working with somebody else with yeah well i guess capcom kind of helped them out with the four swords yeah the four stuff, swords but not really like gave them to them saying, yeah, like, yeah, yeah you know game. so i mean it looks amazing it's hd graphics it's something that i know a lot of people did not see coming because if you think about it this is something that was not even released at e3 now this is something that they were keeping yeah, this hush hush. Like, hey, this by the way, yeah this is something they just released for the holiday season and that's what so. i love about it is like their system's out a lot of people are like go buy a wii go buy a wii u don't buy an xbox one and a ps4 just because they're so pricey they're not nothing mm -hmm. out for it and then you go let's say you had one you would have seen that you would have been like oh my god like this looks cool like they have just like a lot of good content coming out for it uh, so I think it's going to be definitely, you know, they're still still in the running. Like they might still have their own properties and do their own thing, but like right there, that's another game that I'm like, okay, well right now I could go get Pikmin. Yeah, you, it's like, get you get that. the Pikmin, you I have that the game Zombie now. You. I can yeah, get, like all these great titles out for the system right now. We're on PS4. I might have picked up Watch Dogs. Like that was the one game. I know I that was the thing up. that I told a lot of people. Like a lot of people were like, I can't believe Watch Dog got pushed back. Um, this now just came out. I did not hear about this until I did this, and then this is when I came up with character, a new segment on the show. I want to start doing called character spotlights. Character spotlights. But before we get into that, we're going to talk about Smash Bros. Uh, which is funny. They're calling it Super Smash Bros. They haven't really given it another name, so I don't know if they're just going with a self-title for the Wii U, just calling it Super Smash Bros. For the and, Wii, yeah. And the then Wii the other one will just be called Super Smash Bros. 3DS. Or something, um, yeah. They are releasing those two games at the same time. Um, but yeah, so they have released a couple of characters, but this is a character, literally, which is funny, if you have not beaten... Super Mario 3D World, uh, I'm going to spoil something right now, so if you don't want to hear this, I would just tune out in the next couple of minutes, seconds right now. Uh, Rosalina is a character that was introduced in Super Mario Galaxy. Um, she was a new princess, there was a new world based on her thing, so they kind of give this whole thing. Uh, she is a playable character in Super Mario 3D World, which I thought was amazing, but then it got me thinking, because then it's like now they put her in... Uh, this, the Super Smash Bros. Melee, she's a new character, which is great. They got a new female character, so they are building their female roster, mm -hmm. which I think is a good thing. The only thing that is very weird is um, there was this other princess that she actually was introduced in um, uh, the, the first Mario handheld game. She was introduced in Super Mario Land. Uh, she was, it was in 1989. Uh, her, this character, of course, is called Princess Daisy. Uh, basically, the idea behind her was uh, Super Mario Land did not take place in the Mushroom Kingdom. It took place in a completely different uh, land, so they wanted to give it a new princess. Now, she came out then, and then she kind of just kind of faded. Like, uh, the last time we heard of her was actually in the movie of Super Mario Brothers uh, in the 1993 movie. They, uh, I remember when we all got there. And it was like Princess Daisy, but the only problem is the only person in our family who played Super Mario Land at that time was Ryan. So he was the only one that knew, okay, so this is this character is relevant to the Super Mario uh, universe. Just no one else was remembered because everyone's like, well, this whole thing is supposed to be... Yeah, and then even before that, I'm surprised they haven't introduced this character too, the Pauline from the Donkey Kong. The old style Donkey Kong, she was the princess you rescued that... Well, that is true, too, but, um, so we're talking about Princess Daisy, so basically what happened to Princess Daisy, she came Fuck out... Fuck you, Pauline. We're talking about about yeah, you pick your character next week. No! But basically, um, Princess Daisy came out and kind of just was pushed to the sidelines, and it wasn't until, I think, the N64, when they started doing all these tennis games, uh, Mario Party games, like, all this really big Mario kind of stuff, and then, um... 
she uh, was finally brought back pretty much into the sink. So there was supposed to be pretty much Luigi's counterpart, kind of like how Mario has yeah, Peach, yeah. he has Daisy. I give you this a girl. She's yeah, but then it was weird because, because that was the thing, because when you finally gave us Princess Peach to play, I was all like in the new Super Mario 3D Land. I'm like, this is awesome. This is great. Now, that was the thing. I was like, okay, it took us forever to finally get Princess Peach into a game other than Mario Kart. So now we have her in the Smash Bros. You know, you can, she's a playable character. She's a fighter. We have her in the 3D land. She's no longer a damsel in distress. So I understand where they're going with this, but it was just literally kind of kicked to the sidelines. So like, oh, no, we're just going to give uh, you this character who's only been around for maybe four years now. Yeah, but, I mean, she's been in the new Mario Kart Wii U she came out of. She's probably going to be a character in the next Mario Kart 8. So I do like how they're building their roster. Um, I'm going to go ahead. I have not watched a little bit of the teaser trailer for her. And the computer froze. It's kind of a weird introduction. Yeah. Oh, like epic. Like, well, it's not even that. It's uh, it's like them dro- driving on the Mario Kart thing, and then like you see Kirby beat them in a race, and now Kirby just got taken out. How? <laughs> yeah. So now I'm curious if this is the actual stage, which I think would be amazing. If this is the actual stage, you b- that's going to be in the um, a thing. It looks like Rainbow Road. That's pretty funny. <laughs> Donkey Kong, don't be a dick. Rosalina and Luma raise into battle. Uh, basically, it's just showing her a bunch of her like moves and everything like that. But um, it's good to see this. It's it's very it's very weird and concerning at the same time with the new Super Smash Bros. game because they have talked about how the roster is not getting really any bigger, um, but they are adding a bunch of new characters. It makes me wonder, okay, who are you getting rid of? And if you are getting rid of characters, please tell me you're getting rid of characters that are clones. Um, that's the biggest problem I've had with the Smash Bros. series is, you know, you get Captain Falcon, Falco, and then you finally get uh, Ganondorf, and he's got the same exact moves. And then you're like, okay. Then you got your, you know, uh, the two guys actually from Fire Emblem exactly the same. Okay. It's like, stop giving me clones of these characters. You're going to develop a brand new character. Um, and don't get me wrong, I mean, 
you, you have uh, you have what's it called doing it all the time, uh, especially Street Fighter. I mean, how many reuse re- re- and uh, Ken clones are there in that game now? So, but yeah, so she finally jumped into the the realm of everything of the fighting. So, and then also they were talking about some of the games. Oh no, Kyle put in the this note. You were just talking about it. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, Shushi Yoshida, president of Sony, admits to owning two Wii U's. And that's pretty much it. Like, he's just saying how, even though he works for Sony, owns Sony, lives Sony, breathes Sony, and pisses Sony out when he goes to Xbox, he's like, PM mouth, PS4. It's, uh, he, I even said he went on to say the latest Mario game is really good, too. I think mm-hmm. the Wii U is just getting started. And that's what we've been saying, too. It's like, you can't really judge a system. Um, I mean, you can judge it on its launch date. You can judge it how many people are going to buy it, but you really d- we're not going to see too much. I mean, let's face it. Everyone, this is what I hate about um, everybody. Everybody's going off of the success of the Wii. Wii. Now the Wii comes out, blew everything out of the water. So many people bought it, but the reason why the marketing was so scarce with the Wii is because you anybody could get this system. Elderly people were getting the system. Yeah. Little kids were getting the system. So that Nintendo then finally gives the console that everyone was complaining about, going like, oh, I hate the Wii. It's for kids and stuff like that. So uh, Nintendo heard us said, you know what? We didn't neglect our old school gamers. We didn't neglect the people who got us to where we were. So let's bring into the Wii, where we got back to controllers. You can use the Wii controllers. You know, they're still kid-friendly games and stuff like that, but they are getting into that market of us who have grown up now. So like I said, it's like it's only been out for a year, literally. It's been one year. I mean, that's what I'm saying. Xbox One and PlayStation 4 came out, and then they're all like, oh, well, there's sales. But also, you're looking at two systems that are two times the price of the Wii U right now. So it's, of course, they're going to beat uh, different records of that, but I'm saying don't count Nintendo out. I mean, literally, just in the beginning of the year, Nintendo's going to be releasing uh, Donkey Kong Country Freeze. You've got Spring, you're going to have the Mario Kart 8, and the Smash Bros. 4 game is going to be coming out in 2014. So there's already three top games that now your new console has to deal with. You've got Titanfall is probably going to be competing with Mario Kart 8. Now, Titanfall looks amazing, but yeah. it's the first game in that series. Yeah, but and you've also got... by the guys who did the original Call of Duty Modern Warfare before they left Infinity War. Oh, I'm out Those are the guys Fuck who them. did it, yeah. I hate Call of Duty. Well, these are the guys who, who did guess, it no matter they, 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 On my resume, if they show up at my place and, like, here's my resume, I want to be a part of your show, and it says I worked on Call of Duty, I'm kicking them out. Did you buy Modern Warfare? No. Did you buy Modern Warfare 2? No. Did you play both of those? Yes. Did you like both of those? No. Why not? Because they were horrible games. Why did you think they were horrible? Because everyone just yells at you and tells you what to do. And I said, That's my line! And I go, well, why did you take the chance? Well, no, that's, that's fine. I like the kidding. fact... Well, what I liked was Modern Warfare was a game that actually got me to play a Call of Duty. I would have never No, that's true. Modern before. Warfare was my first introduction. I'm just kidding, you know, but stuff like that. But that, that's what I liked is these are the guys who... Remember when Infinity War got under because Activision wouldn't pay the two owners. Yeah, yeah, and they These had are the guys who left, and this is the first game they made. And like, okay, no, that's fine. But, like, but again, I'm yeah. just saying, like, you, you got you got certain games in a series yeah. that people are familiar with that are definitely going to sell, then you have the other stuff of other things. Um, yeah. What was the other thing I was trying to see? Well, we got the unboxing of the new box. Of well, I don't want to get into that because you just added the Mario well, this, Fights Master This is a video we're going to post. It okay. just actually showed, I just watched a little bit of it, where basically some fan, uh, gamer fans made a little video of like the three characters going to the Mushroom Kingdom and stealing some items. Oh, okay. And then of course like they 
get to some abandoned warehouse which has piranha plants all over the place mm-hmm. and they're opening up the treasure chest and I'm like oh wow look it's got this and this and so then like Mario comes and he like fights them so we'll okay. post the video it's kind of quirky yeah they have an unboxing of the scene backs now I, I'm still trying to find yeah. when this system is being released they yeah, right have... now these are just to like either developers and or people who are like um, yeah, so, I mean, they have unveil- unveiled the controller, they unveiling what the system kind of looks like and stuff like that. It looks like it has two USB ports in the front. Um, speculation price-wise right now, I saw they said $500. Now, yeah. the thing I'm not getting is a lot of people have been talking about um, this. This is become, I guess it's just going to be called the Steam Box. Game of Steam Box. But basically, it's going to link with your Steam account. So any games you've already purchased, I've heard you, you can, can download, download them again onto your thing pretty much free but a lot the thing the selling point like i haven't really heard if there's any apps if there's any exclusive things yet to it but the only thing i've been really hearing is they're like well you play it on your tv and i'm like well technically i could literally buy a usb controller i can take an hdmi cord plug it into my computer and put it on my tv and i can just i can play right now with yeah. my steam um, i think what it is it's mainly for people who have maybe like an outdated pc mm-hmm. and they're looking to finally get something that you will utilize like the valve steam technology <laughs> like that's where i think they should be going with it and pushing that aspect like hey if you're fans of the steam yes Here's a box that you can up. You don't need a PC. You can have mm. this. Like they should start selling it that way. But but I'm not, yeah, that's yeah. what I'm trying to figure out because I'm like, who is your marketing for this? Because everybody who literally has Steam has is really over, who's already is fine with their computer and playing on the computer. I don't know anybody who's literally going to be like, oh, I'm going to go out and buy this $500 system now. If it was a cheaper price, maybe. But. I'm not seeing anything. We'll definitely yeah. post this video as well of the unboxing of the Steam Box. But it was just was like, I mean, it looks good. The graphics are good and everything. That you know, it's it's basically your PC, you know, for your yeah your for house. Your and the controller looks. It's uh, basically a completely new controller that we've ever seen before because yeah, it's, totally all, it's all touch. So I mean, I mean, it does have a lot of cool features, but I'm just I'm been trying to figure out what is their marketing with this. Like, I just don't you know see anything. Uh, really going now. This one sucked because I was trying to find actually games coming out for everybody this year. And it was only Nintendo. And the only thing I saw was anything that's coming up for Nintendo. Like no one, everything that's mm. pretty much coming out next year is anything we've already heard about. So, um, some of the games that a lot are of coming out coming out for uh, Nintendo though. Yeah. So some of the stuff that's coming out, uh, they finally gave the uh, name to the Kirby 3DS game that'll be coming out. It's called Kirby Triple Deluxe. Um, you got games such as the new Zelda, which was just talked about. You have um, this new game called like NES Remix was unveiled for the Wii U. Um, it's a trailer for games. Uh, was shown the NES re- Remix taking famous scenes from NES game Error, uh, offering you up a slight twist. Link was shown uh, ascending in the path in the original Donkey Kong game, uh, while a new take on Excite Bike had players rely on uh, headlights to see the path ahead. Oh, so, cool. so it's basically old bit gaming with a twist. Like literally, it's going to be. You know, you have like the 8 bit graphics and something new. So, this is probably going to be an exclusive download, I think, for Nintendo Wii U. So, that looks pretty cool. Uh, one franchise that looks like they're definitely bringing back with a twist as well is they're finally uh, bringing back the docu- Dr. Mario franchise, but it's actually going to be Dr. Luigi. Oh. Uh, so, we got Luigi. It looks like a bunch of new puzzles. Uh, it looks like it's going to be coming out. Um, all the stuff, of course, we were talking about the new Super Smash Bros. as well and thing. But then the really big game, um, they don't know uh, when it's coming out. I think they said spring of 2014, but the new Mario Kart 8, which looks amazing. Uh, and then, of course, for the 3DS, they are making a brand new uh, Yoshi's Island game. Aha. Uh-huh. So, 
and they do have a couple of other stuff. Players, uh, let's see, what was that? But yeah, so Nintendo has a lot of stuff that's going to be coming out next year. And if you've um, never seen it, like go definitely at your leisure. Go check out. Speaking of Paperboy, go check out Sonic for Hire. Uh, there's a video that these people do. They take the 8-bit graphics of Sonic and Tails. It's voiced by two guys who uh, basically just do these comedy routines. They're swearing. They're cursing. Mm. It's basically about how Sonic's unemployed and he's living with Tails. And like how Tails is like, you need to go get a job. So he goes does all these jobs at places where he like does the paperboy route. Oh, okay. So he's running on the route, like throwing the things. He's like, get out of my way. He's like, what the hell's with these moves? Like, get that dog on a leash. Like, he's just like, like the whole, pa- it's paperboy, but it's him running instead. And it's like really well done, like how they did stuff. Okay, now I just saw this article. Um, we were just talking about the Steam machine. It's on the Steam machine. Um, so they tear down and reveals, okay, so the how much the system actually costs to build. Okay. Is one thousand three hundred dollars. Um, I mean, most of the stuff uh, consists of a Zodiac, uh, uh, GeForce GTX seven eighty three. We've used Dragon Moon uh, Video card. I mean, so they're doing. Um, so they're going to be selling it for five hundred dollars now. I'm like, Valve, are you trying to screw yourself? Because I'm like, Xbox, Xbox and PlayStation three did that, where they sold the costume costumes. They sold the console for less than what it took to build it, but it wasn't by that much. It was literally, I would say, maybe $200 And then they less. can just use it as a tax write-off, but that's going to be like, uh, uh, we'd like to write off $700. Yeah, it's like, okay. $500 purchase. Yeah, I don't know. That's weird. That, that is weird. But I like how you just said it like Zodiac, like it's made with a, we've used golden laser golden screens. Golden laser screens. And it's just like, what? Um, Why can't you just use a plastic nut? No, only the best will do for Steam. Now, we did have a gaming question for this week or is it for next we week? We did! Well, I guess I, well, I was going to do, we were going to do the best of 2014, like what we're most excited for. And then right as we were going to do that, like Kotaku came out with their, like, what's the best? Uh, okay. And I was like, well, fuck it, I don't want to copy you, Kotaku. Fuck you, Kotaku, you suck a dick. Anyway, so we did. That's not nice, I told <laughs> you that they confidence. holidays, everyone. So we did said the gaming question this week was, if you could ha- get any system this holiday, which one would you, would you pick? And then we'd give you a shout out on this show. So since this is uh, Christmas Eve show in the holiday spirit, we <laughs> only got two responses because everyone else is. Joking. We actually had three responses. Matt Bradford did respond, but oh, I told awesome. you, he said either the, one of the next-gen consoles or the 3DS. Uh, so. Figures, yeah. Figures. Um, Happy holidays, man. Uh, yeah, so then we had Ravenous Cruz said the Wii U, so she can keep playing the Monster Hunter. Yeah, she came over here, and she's played Monster Hunter before, and then I told her about the new the Wii U one that just came out you know, this earlier this year, and she was like, oh, okay, so she started playing it, and she's been a huge Monster Hunter fan, so there was a bunch of stuff that she was doing that I like, because this is the first yeah, Monster like, Hunter I've ever played, and then I told the cool part about, yeah, if you get it for the 3DS... As well, you can actually take that character that you're building on the road with you, and then when you get, you know, you come back home, boom, load them, set up the Wi-Fi thing, and boom, your character's, you know, all leveled up, it's got all this new equipment, everything like that, because it's kind of like pretty much the same game, but you can literally transfer over your character from that. So I was like, Sweet. okay. Which I'm curious if that's what Nintendo actually plan on doing with the new Smash Bros. Could be. So That would make sense. And then, of course, we had Alyssa Clark just said she wanted a PS4. She didn't say as to why or any yeah, specifications, but... Obviously, she's a fan of PS4. So, I think that's going to wrap it up for this week. We want to wish everybody a happy holidays. We will definitely... We'll have one more show before uh, New Year's the New Eve. Year's Eve. So, we'll still have one more show in 2013 before we go. Well, Kyle and I will probably just use that show to talk about the highlights of, uh, of this year. Yeah, of this there's this a year. lot of games. There's a lot of games that came out. A lot of games that were either swept under the rug 
Literally, a lot of people didn't, didn't know anything like that. But before we go, we have the upcoming video games release, pretty much all for 2014. Uh, you have Infamous Second Son for the PS4 will be released on March 21st, 2014. You have the new Final Fantasy. Uh, I believe it's Final Fantasy... 14? <laughs> yeah, it's like 14 or 15. Something 14 like that. or 15. Uh, that's coming out for the PS4 and the Xbox One. That should be to be decided in 2014. You have Destiny on Xbox One, PS4, Play, uh, PC. I don't know if it's coming out for PS3 and or Xbox 360, but that's due on September 14th of Destiny. 2014. You have the Final Fantasy X and X2 combo pack. This is the Redux that did that a while back with Kingdom oh, Hearts. Right. Uh, beefed with a little bit of graphics. That's coming out March 18th of 2014. You have the an anticipating game that everyone's been waiting for is Watchdog. Uh, for Xbox One, PS4, PlayStation 3, Wii U, Xbox 360, and PC, that will be coming out. That Okay, they just pushed that back because it did have a date for April, but now it looks like to be decided in 2014. Um, you have finally the South Park, The Stick of Truth, PlayStation 4, Xbox 306, which doesn't make any sense. <laughs> They're new handheld. Where you take an Xbox One, smash it, and then pick up the pieces and roll around in it. Ah, that's so Actually, weird. it should be for the PS3 and the Xbox 360. That's actually due out on March 4th, 2014. We hope. Yes. Then you have Smash Bros. Smash 4. Bros. Don't know if that's the actual title. We don't know what the title Wait, is. It's coming out for the Wii and the 3DS to be decided in 2014. Then you got, coming out in February, uh, Donkey Kong Tropic Freeze, February 21st, 2014. You have the anticipated Kingdom Hearts 3 coming out for Xbox One and PlayStation 4 uh, to be decided in 2014. Mario Kart 8 for the Wii U coming out spring of 2014. Then you have Elder Scrolls Online PC, April 4th, 2014. And then Wolfenstein, the new order, Xbox 360, PlayStation 3, PlayStation 4, Xbox One, and PC to be decided in 2014. Um, so next week, I think our gaming question would be, what was the most... Well, I would actually want to put this not. What was the game... That changed your life. I want to say, what was the, what was the game that you were totally... Um, that was unexpected? Like, you didn't think it was going to be that good. You played it, and you were just like, wow. Like, I... like you know like the reviews didn't do it justice it's just one of those games that you heard about and you were just kind of like oh, okay you know instead oh. of being like what was your most anticipated game of 2013 yeah, the because, one that shocked you the most yeah the one that shocked you the most the one that just kind of crappy or how well it was yeah you do both because there's so many games, games that you're like this game's gonna be awesome and then it was horrible so um but uh, so uh, Kyle where can they find you Find me at Mooney Studios, and of course at the Four Eyed Radio Network's page of rk-bros.com. Steve, where can they find you at? Uh, they can find me at Stephen Mooney Jr. on the Twitter. Uh, don't forget to check out our website, www.arcade-bros.com, and also on the Four Eyed Radio Network. Uh, you can also follow us on our normal Twitter, at arcade underscore bros. Um... And I think that's, that's all about it. everybody. So step out of the days. If you're Christian, happy Merry Christmas. If you're Jewish, happy Kwanzaa. If you're Kenyan, happy Zazabu. And if you're anything else, happy holidays. Yes, happy holidays. And until next time, kiddos, keep on gaming. We speculate. Yeah, we speculate. This has been another fine production of the 4i Radio Network. For more great shows, check out www.4iradio.com. And we're just speculating about... We think that a good man...
Indeed.